Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Motorsports Digest. We are here with our new co-host, Cameron Gladish. Uh, it's glad to have you on the show and for the future of Motorsports Digest. We have had a very interesting weekend. We've had the Indy 500. We had a Dover doubleheader. And didn't Xfinity have a doubleheader, too, on Dover? Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. I watched the Indy 500 and that was probably one of the best Indy 500s I've ever watched. I don't like how it ended, but me either. It's a great yeah, race. I wasn't a fan of that either. Great race. No, I, I, what? I mean, I figured they would have done red flag, but yeah. <clears throat> it is what it is. Yeah. But if you guys have not watched the race, I highly recommend going and watch the highlights. I think it was what? Three laps to go. Spencer Pigott uh, yeah. spun out of turn four, hit the wall, and hit the brutal like accident. Yeah, probably yeah. would have thought those tires though. Um, yeah. he hit the pit attenuator, tore it all up, and yeah. there is a new, uh, I guess, article out about how a suspension piece actually punctured the aero screen. So luckily for those and this race and for the future of IndyCar, if that was not there, he probably would have been dead yeah. or critically injured. There's a picture of the aero screen and you can see where it's like something went right through it. Yeah. It's crazy. Like cracked and like shattered in a spot. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, those, those cars are, are just so fragile, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, when you hit something, it's just, it's gone. I mean, you can just look at this, the Indy 500 on Sunday, it literally showed how fragile those cars were. Oh, yeah. They went up against the wall. I mean, the front wheels were Yeah, up. and a lot of people were really pushing the limits of those cars, too. Like, oh, yeah. I think they were pushing them harder than they have, you know, the last four or five years. Um, but we've had several big crashes. Uh, you had, uh, honestly, Connor Daly, he would have saved it if Oliver Askew <laughs> hadn't spun, but – yeah, you know that was a pretty nasty wreck oh, too. Yeah. For Oliver. Would have been fine. Oh yeah, Oliver Askew. Which, what? How did Oliver Askew get involved in that? It looked like I, I think he up. may have touched the wall, but I'm not sure. But he zoomed into the inside wall. All the smoke from Connor, and then yep. all and all you see is Oliver Askew look like he's just driving to kill. <laughs> right. It it was nuts, but. You know, I'm glad everybody is okay. I'm glad Spencer Piggott's okay. Yeah. Um, but Takuma Sato and Scott Dixon, they had a battle. You know, I was not expecting to see Takuma Sato be so competitive. He was oh. right there with Scott Dixon all day long. Scott Dixon was leading damn near all day long. But 119 top, laps. Something, yeah, something like that. Top five is uh, Takuma Sato, Scott Dixon, Graham Rahal. Uh, Santino Ferrucci actually finished fourth, so that's pretty good. And Joseph Newgarden is rounding out the top five. Yeah. You so. know, honestly, I think had um, Takuma Sato not gotten around Tony Kanaan, I really think we would have seen a different – Oh, yeah. Race. I think oh, yeah. Seen, Definitely. You know uh, – Connor Daly possibly coming back up. But yeah. It, it, it was nuts. And James Hinchcliffe, uh, Hinchcliffe, sorry, uh, finished seventh. Yeah. Colton Herta finished eighth. Colton Herta has been 
on fire last year, I, <laughs> last year and this year. So, I mean, I I am, I think it was it kind of sucked though that right at the beginning of the race, it you know some some of those cars were already showing that they weren't mm -hmm. like, right and uh, what's his name? Ed Carpenter. Yeah, Ed he, Carpenter. What was it? Lap one or two? Yeah, he's back. Because I, 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 whenever I was watching the race, you know, I'm always look. I don't ever watch the front cars on the first lap. I'm always looking in the back to see if something. Well, I saw a little glimpse on the TV, and I was like, yeah, "Who is that?" You know, they they just hit the wall, and then they didn't even cover it till about like lap two or three. Yeah. Whenever he went to the pits, so you know. It, it was a sad day for Ed Carpenter Racing, but and a sad day for Andretti Autosport. You know, you had Rossi wrecking out, which that was a big, big heavy hit, yeah. and they just they just didn't get the uh, the outcome they were hoping for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean the Andretti curse lives on now again. Yep. Um, we had four races at Dover. I don't think trucks raced there, did they? Uh, they did. They did. They well, were, you had greater than four races at Dover. Uh, I didn't watch that. So I'm going to tell you who won the truck race, honestly. Um, I think it might have been – let me check because it might have – is Ross Chastain running in the truck races still? I think he does both. But uh, it was Zane Smith that won. Yeah, Zane Smith won the truck race. Uh Justin Allgaier won the first of the two Xfinity. Uh, and then I don't know who – I can't remember who won the second one. Um, but then Denny Hamlin won the first race. I mean, a sweep of the first race. Yeah. And then Kevin Harvick of a sweep of the second race. It was just – Which I am very excited to see them go head-to-head yeah. -head for this championship yeah. and you know you and i have talked about this since the first episode it's hamlin's year if now. we can get more huh it's hamlin's year it, I, I wouldn't say it's his year i mean yes he's been dominant <laughs> but he ain't gonna win this championship i hate to say it kevin harvick's gonna take it man i i think if what do you think cameron who do you think is gonna take this championship this year Man, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not into NASCAR as much as you guys are, but uh, I, 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 can't, I can't tell you. I really can't. <laughs> you got to look at it from the point that Denny Hamlin is, I mean. This is his most dominant year in NASCAR Cup Series ever. I, I, can, I can definitely agree with that, yeah. And I think Harvick, he's getting lucky on some of these races. Lucky? You, <laughs> coming from a Kyle Busch fan. Coming from a – oh, that's just luck. That's talent, Bob. That is talent. I was about to say, how, how lucky is Kyle, Kyle Busch doing? Huh? Don't even get me started. I, I know Harvick is talented. Believe me, I know he's talented. But I think there's some of these races where other drivers are either having malfunctions where they aren't able to yeah. keep up, and he's just getting lucky on some of them. Yeah. But Kevin Harvick is your regular season champ. Yeah. Um, they are headed into Daytona this upcoming weekend. So the weekend of what day? 
I can't even tell you what day it is. Saturday. Okay, so the 29th. Yeah. The 29th and the 30th, they are running at uh, Daytona. Yep. Friday night and Saturday night. Yeah, so we're we are excited. Yeah. Um, Denny's a dominant force at Daytona. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we could see a lot. Yeah, Denny Hamlin ha- does have a good uh, pass there. But so does a lot of other drivers. We could see maybe Martin Truex Jr., maybe Kyle, maybe Kyle Busch, <clears throat> maybe. You know. But uh, with some news about Daytona, Spire Motorsports, you know, the team that just bought Levine Racing. Yeah. Uh, they are going to put number – or Ross Chastain in the number 77 this weekend, yeah. which there is some – there's a lot of free agents this year, so we we don't know what's going to happen mm. with Ross Chastain next year, which maybe he'll go to Ganassi if Bubba doesn't take it, which I don't see why he would because he's got part ownership in yeah. Richard Petty Motorsports. The more that comes out about Bubba Wallace and Richard Petty Motorsports, he's not he's – not. And he's got so many sponsors backing him up. Like, he's got Cash App. Uh, DoorDash, we've got Columbia Sportswear, you know. I don't think he'll leave. I mean, yes, they are um, a person sponsor, you know, not a ride sponsor, but They're, I don't think he would leave all that backing just to go to somebody else that has... In part, you know, after... I mean, he's had... I don't want to say a breakout year because he hasn't, but he's right. been recognized as a driver, mm-hmm. um, whether that be rightfully or not rightfully. But right, um, he's not going anywhere. He's he's going to ride those coattails of Petty Motorsports for a while. Right. And uh, I have an article here on my phone. This is from Jordan Bianchi. Uh, he says that Toyota would like to have a second cup team that operates alongside Joe Gibbs Racing. TRD president David Wilson has said as much publicly, including in an in-depth interview with the athletic, uh, I guess the athletic is like a, uh, a, some, something like what we do, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the question is which team can Toyota recruit and how that work and how that may work with the complications of the next gen coming in 2022. Yeah. Uh, Richard Petty Motorsports is one team I've heard from multiple sources that Toyota has spoken to, but nothing is imminent yet. So he may stay with the Chevy. He may stay with Toyota, but I don't see why he would stay with the Chevy if he has a 20th place car. You know, if you have backing from Joe Gibbs Racing and TRD and you're supplying them engines, competitive engines to run up front, then I think you would take that offer and you know, want to run up front and get better oh, statistics. Honestly, I think if you notice, I mean, Toyota this past few weeks, it's literally been they're up front the whole time. Right. And the drivers are up front. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Joe Gibbs Racing is the only mm-hmm. – Toyotas? No, they're not the only Toyotas because they've <laughs> got because no. they've got uh you've got Christopher Bell and mm-hmm. LFR Racing. Yeah, but there's not many. You see more Fords and Chevys than you do uh, Toyotas. Yeah, Joe Gibbs has the top tier 
Yeah, I mean, for sure. That's just like Hendrick having top tier Chevy. So, and Stuart Toyota Haas is a lot more of uh, Toyota is more of a lot, lot more of uh, short track racing than it is, right? You know, yeah. And whoever thought to have Toyota and Richard Petty in the same sentence, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. This weekend was a big weekend for USAC. Uh, Cameron Gladish's friend, Cody Swanson. Uh, I, I actually, I'm going to let you get into that since he's your friend. And he just had a good, good weekend. So I'm proud of him. You know, can't wait to have him on the show soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really excited to uh, finally really get to sit down and talk to him about his whole career with you guys. And uh, hopefully – you know, get a lot of people to, to see what he's all about and stuff like that. But uh, I do want to start out with um, not USAC. Actually, I want to start out with the uh, Indy Pro 2000 series. Um, Cody Swanson had his debut race this weekend on Friday. Um, it was announced on August 20th that he would be racing in Indy Pro 2000 for Legacy Autosports on Friday night at uh, uh, Lucas Oil Raceway. And he'd also be running the Silver Crown car uh, for Nolan Racing. Um, he just completely dominated the Indy Pro 2000 race. For his first time out there, he took the, la the lead lap on, f on lap 40, and he just led the rest of the race. And Out of how many laps? It was out of 90 laps. So this dude led 50 laps. <laughs> yeah, he did. And it, it, it was really – for him and his family, it was it was really emotional because if you look at the pictures and the interview after the race, he was just so overwhelmed because right. Cody has been looking for an opportunity like this forever. I mean, he's he's 32 years old. He's been racing Silver Crown and, and midgets and sprit cars forever. Right. And I, I'm just so surprised after being a five-time Silver Crown champion and five times in a row – as well, five years in a row. Nobody from any kind of racing series has picked him up. If I was somebody from NASCAR or IndyCar, I would have picked him up 10 years ago. Right. When he was 22. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, that's just such a big shocker to me. Right. Um, but yeah, congratulations to him on his debut, winning his debut race. That's, that's just a huge accomplishment. And I, I definitely see next year, he's, he's going places next year. Oh, for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. He's he's going to be running a lot of a lot of stuff next year, and he's he's really really got his career just started this year. It jump started. Mm -hmm. So, um, moving on to USAC though. Uh, that night he also raced a Silver Crown car. Um, he he ran the majority of the race. He got the pole. And he led the, I think about half the race. And then I, I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I know that uh, he popped one of his tires or something like that. Um, ended up having to go to the back. Uh, mm. All the halfway through the race, he, he made it back up to, I think he finished 10th, but uh, his brother Tanner Swanson actually ended up winning uh, the silver crown race. Really? Uh, so yeah, he actually became, one of the winningest drivers in USAC Silver Crown Series. So he was labeled that this weekend. So congratulations to Tanner as well. Um, 
Man, there's a lot going on at Lucas Oil Raceway. Uh, they also raced at Lucas Oil Raceway on Saturday. They raced uh, midgets there, and they also raced sprint cars. Um, God, there were so many midgets. I think there was there's 32 pavement midgets there that night. Those and, are my favorite. I love those. Oh yeah, I <laughs> man, for coming from my standpoint too, you know, I <laughs> I love midgets. Midget racing is just so intense, and it's yeah. And you'd think that, you know, Silver Crown racing is, is more fun to watch because they're bigger, faster, more competitive. But in all reality, I personally believe in USAC that midget racing is the most competitive racing that you could probably oh, ever sure. watch. And especially, it's one of, the, one of the biggest stepping stones, too, to get into IndyCar or NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, especially on dirt track racing, the midgets, if you watch them thing, they bounce around the track. They mm-hmm. bump into each other. They, they just go at it full time. Coming from your um, race, too, whenever you were doing a wheelie on the front stretch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was – and that was only my second time in that car, too. So that was definitely different for me. Um but, uh, I mean, a hell of a show this weekend. I, the midgets ran – I think there was a total of two or three cautions out of the whole race, which is not that bad um, for, for as much competition as going on. Um, I do believe, once again, Cody Swanson had the – he was either on the pole or he started second. But I do know he started in the front row, um, led a good amount of laps, and then uh, good old Bobby Santos – just came charging up front. He passed like two people at once. He came out of turn. I think it was turn two and he just went right by second and first place and he took the lead. And uh, Bobby Santos did come out on top winning the uh, midget feature at Luke Solar Raceway. Um, moving on to the sprint car race that night, uh, Cody Swanson, once again, <laughs> got the pole. Uh, yeah. I, I do believe he actually led all i can't remember how many laps it was um yeah i don't remember how many laps it was but i do know that he did lead all laps and he he won the um sprint car race that night so didn't win the didn't win the uh, silver crown race at lucas oil won the indy pro won the sprint car race mm-hmm. um i mean if you had you know if I were him and I had to pick either, you know, the Indy Pro or the Silver Crown, you know, I'd be going. Indy Pro. All I'd, the way. I'd be going to Indy Pro for sure. I mean, that's like, that's like way before anybody really knew who. I mean, obviously, people knew Oliver Askew. I have a picture of him whenever he won his Indy Pro 2000 race. Uh, I think in 20, 2015. I don't know. I have a picture of it, but I'm sitting there with his tire autographed by him my dad holding his trophy and this this dude is so down to earth he's just sitting there giving us his hats and all of i don't know if you guys heard a ding dong but don't worry but <laughs> i've got i've got his race win hats you know like the dude is so down to earth and it's just it's so crazy how they progress from sport to sport like you've got the promos the 2000s uh, Indy Lights, and then you got IndyCar, but there's a stepping stone before the Indy Pro 2000 that I can't think of. Yeah, I mean, in all reality, if if Cody goes full time Indy Pro, and also uh, earlier in this year he actually got a ride with ARCA as well. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, he was sponsored by Fatheads Eyewear. Um, yep. And he ran an ARCA car. I think he finished for his first time. I think he finished sixth. 
or something like that. So, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's probably moving on to, to indie pro and, uh, even maybe the Arca series as well. So he's, he's really got some stuff, you know, he's got some stuff coming up. I could definitely see him possibly doing something really big. Oh, for sure. In the next, next few years here. Um, definitely not last, uh, last but not least, um, surprisingly we ran the Hoosier hundred this weekend. Uh, last year was supposed to be the last year of the Hoosier hundred because the Indiana state fairgrounds just said, Hey, you guys don't get a big enough crowd anymore. We're canceling this race. This will be your last time. Make it a good one. Uh, and it was a good one, but, um, you know, with the unfortunate events of this year, COVID-19 really just tore racing apart. I mean, we didn't even start racing until almost, you know, halfway through the year. And, uh, I do believe that they brought this race back because people wanted to watch racing, you know, and if they were going to do it, this would probably be the best one because everybody knows about the Hoosier hundred. If you live in Indiana, I mean, it oh, is, yeah. it used to be one of the biggest races uh, of the year for Hoosiers. But uh, anyways, the, it was the 65th running. Um, surprisingly, let's, let's, let's go to uh Kyle Larson here for a minute. Yeah. Hasn't been in a silver crown car since 2010. It's been 10 years since he's been in the silver crown car. The guy completely dominated the entire race. And I'm going to add on that. So uh, with his dominations that he has been having with the world of outlaws and, you know, all of his all of his accomplishments since you know the unfortunate event on the i racing happened. Yep. Tony Stewart, Clint Boyer is a free agent right now. They yes. said uh, they will if they cannot be or if they sorry I'm losing my train of thought. If Kyle Larson cannot be reinstated next year, then. Tony Stewart is going to say something and put him in the number 14 for Stewart. I, and, and I don't see anything wrong with that. Nope. Uh, Kyle Larson, everybody the makes dude mistakes. has talent. You know? he ha- oh my God. He has ungodly talent. I mean, he, he got, he got kicked out of NASCAR comes back to the world outlaw series and just wrecks people. I mm-hmm. mean, that is just, that's crazy. It, I mean, he really, he really showed, he really showed people. He, he handed them their ass. I mean, really. As soon as he uh, for sure back in the world of outlaws, it was already, it was over. He, he, they were oh like, yeah. He's coming. Well, exactly. Whenever I heard that he was going back into the, I was like, is he even allowed? And then, <laughs> you know, he, he, and he did, he did get a little bit of backlash for going back to racing as quickly as he did. But, the dude listed both of his houses up for sale because of, you know, his, I wouldn't say, well, yeah, I would say ignorant remark. Yeah. But we've, he's apologized. He's done his time. He's done his course with NASCAR to be reinstated and he's still indefinitely suspended. But this dude, every single race, Every single race is out there dominating, winning. You know, he won the $50,000 on that. I don't remember the race it was called, but – and that's what sparked Tony Stewart's remarks. 
They yeah. said, mm-hmm. hey, if you can't reinstate him, then I'm going to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. but, uh, Clint Boyer with Stuart Haas Racing, but Boyer's coming to the end of his time. Uh, oh yeah, he he's not oh, yeah. he's not competitive. Well, I'm not going to say that he's not competitive. He <laughs> runs up. He runs up front. When was his last win? Uh, I I don't I exactly. Nobody I remembers know. because it hasn't been in years. <laughs> I can't even remember. Yeah, it, he's not competitive. No, I mean I love the dude. He would be a great analyst. He, he, he I mean he's good for the sport. I mean, he he is what makes NASCAR NASCAR. He does. It's just. He does the commentating. He does all the analyst stuff, but you yeah. know he still loves to run that car. Yep. I I don't blame Stuart Haas for keeping him for so long. Um, and it ain't even like that. No. But, but they've got other rides up that are free agents. And mm-hmm. and they've already NASCAR announced that they are looking into uh, Kyle Larson's case and to see okay. Mm-hmm. Has he completed everything? Is he ready to come back to the sport? Is that going to be next year? Right. Um, or is that going to be something that they're going to announce who, that he's allowed to come back for 2022 with the next-gen car? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just – But, uh, I mean, I, I think the guy deserves a lot mm-hmm. more than what he's been given. Oh, yeah. You know? I, he's I think, definitely I done his he time. He's done his time. He's done more and, than his time. And all that stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, having having to sell. Oh, yeah. And he's, and he's oh, proved himself, sure. too. It, and having to, you know, get rid of two houses because mm-hmm. of, you know, your pay cut. You're, I mean, you're not earning. You're earning money in the world of outlaws by winning. But that yeah. is his self-funded team. He's funding that himself with his money. And he's having to sell these properties because he can't afford to keep on per go because he doesn't have the backing money from NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, just to, just to brag on him a little bit more here, uh, he, they respotted, they after actually after, uh, his initial qualifying, and keep this in mind, his qualifying time was the fastest single lap turn in the in a quarter of a century. He he just, I mean, he he was he did so good. The dude is I know, freaking, he, he's a uh, god. But uh, they actually reslotted him uh, in the twenty second spot. Uh, um. That's just the way, you know, pill draws, stuff like that, inversions. Um, but uh, he went from 22nd to fourth place in the first nine laps. That's ridiculous. And after that, the race, I mean, after that, the right. race is over. We all knew who was going to win and all that stuff. But unfortunately for Cody, um, there, were, there was an accident. Uh, it turned to uh, – um, no, I'm sorry, turn four, not turn two. Uh, there were three cars involved. Um, his, his car – somebody's car – I can't remember what his last name is, but somebody's car was inside the guardrail. Uh, all were un, uninjured, fortunately, believe it or not. Um, 
but I mean, I'm, I'm going to have Garrett put up a picture for you here too, just to show the the like. There was a picture of when it all right before it happened. There's a car all the way in the air. You see the yellow number twenty. Just the tires are just digging into the dirt, and he's and you know Cody's about to roll mm-hmm. four or five times down the backstretch, and I mean these guys just went for a ride on Sunday. I'm glad everybody's okay. Um, right. Luckily, and, nobody was hurt. From I mean, especially with you driving and your experience, there's not a lot of room. So whenever you're no. flipping, it, you know you're beating and banging off everything and. Yeah. You, I mean, you, last you, weekend I had my first ride. I don't know if I told you guys that, but we were at Circus City Speedway. And unfortunately in the heat race, I finished one spot behind where I had to finish to make the feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started first in the B main. Um, fortunately, I led the majority of the B main, but um, – I ended up kind of, we tapped yeah. tires with somebody and it pushed me back to third. Um, but I made the feature. Uh, I started second to last. Uh, I was in the race for about four or five laps. Had yeah. a yellow. Oh, we, we got, got back, back to racing. We come around turn two. I don't even remember what happened. I jumped somebody's left rear tire and all I can remember is the f- I could just remember I can feel myself like, like f- I was flying, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I went, I, I swear I rolled That's five, six so times. Crazy. And all you can remember really is, is when you're spinning and you can just see a light mm-hmm. and it's just a spinning light. And I felt I, every time I hit something, I was, I was getting ready too. I was like, I'm going to hit the wall here in a minute and it's going to stop me and it's going to hurt really <laughs> bad. So I just braced myself. I grabbed onto my, grabbed onto my uh, seat belts and I was like, just hit the wall already. Just hit it. Like I'm ready. Well, I never hit the wall. I landed on my, I landed on my head. So I was sitting upside down for a minute, but <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's scary. And oh, for the sure. whole funny thing about the funny thing about it is that if I had a spare car, I would have got right back in that car and I would have <laughs> went right back out there. And people look at me like I'm crazy. It's like, what, why would you put yourself back in that kind of position? And I'm like, man, it's, it's racing. I mean, that's right. what it is. That's, that's what racing's about, you know? For sure. You're not but, on the, um, if you're not on the edge of death, then you're not racing. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but uh, no, like I said, glad everybody's okay. Uh, um, unfortunately, after that, there was another accident in the exact same spot that all that happened. Really? Um, yeah, somebody was actually severely injured as well. Uh, his name's uh, John Heidenrich. Um He's still in the hospital um, today. Uh, I do believe he broke a few bones in his eye right here. Also Ooh. broke his cheekbone. Um, I mean, he was he was hurt pretty bad. Um, but he's still. I mean, he's still kicking. He's alive. Um, that's the good news. Um, I do believe somebody said earlier today on Facebook that he is getting better. Um, they just have to keep him because of the broken bones right. in his face. Um, prayers to him and his family yeah uh, definitely definitely hoping a uh speedy recovery godspeed to him you know yes that's and that's one of the risks that you take whenever you're out there doing what you love oh yeah oh yeah you got a picture of that wreck garrett that's what i'm looking for right now i uh here let me see if i can uh 
you guys go ahead and talk there for a minute. I'll, I'll get that picture to you. <laughs> All righty. Well, for IndyCar, we have a doubleheader coming up next weekend. Uh, it's the – I don't want to mispronounce it. The Bomarito Automotive Group 250, uh, 3 p.m. on Saturday and 3 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, they're going to be racing at Gateway. I love Gateway because it is not your normal oval track. Well, I would well, I guess it would be an oval. Yeah, but yeah. one turn is bigger than the other, so they're gonna be carrying a lot of speed down the front and back stretch just to be uh slowing down to turns three and four. So um, it's gonna it's I love that race. <laughs> did, you, did you see the announcement for um the Toronto track. Do what? Have, have you seen the new picture of what the new Toronto track might look like in, for any? Uh-huh. It is an intense. I mean, it. It's like if it's kind of like the Triggy Triangle, except it's, yeah, it's on the uh, brickyard level of this i mean it, it it's it's really amazing yeah i think i'm looking at it but i don't think i'm looking at the right thing <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to show this of that wreck that's yeah i mean just just look at that oh. look at that car in the air i mean that that is just shout out to left turn something media. like that is 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 death defying right there. Right. I mean, if I was in that car, I would be praying for my life. I mean, I I'm sitting there staring at Cody's car down there. You, and, and if you're in the car like that, you could really tell how high you are. I mean, to to look at the picture, you know, you think, well, that's not really that right. high. But when you're in the car, I mean, that's like sitting, I'm gonna hit the ground hard. Right. You know, especially in a sitting position too. Yeah. And you can already see Cody's been hit in the back for, yeah. I mean, he's been hit a few oh, times yeah. already. I can't tell if he, if I can't remember if he flipped before that or if that's just the beginning of it, but you can see the, the left rear and the left front tire just digging into that dirt. And shout out and, to left and, turn media for that picture. That is, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to left turn. I mean, they, they, they get pictures like this all the time. They really try to show crazy. the action of the racing is what they do. Yeah. Looks and then I do believe the two cars that are, that are coming around the corner right there. Uh, I do believe those are the other two cars that, that were in the accident because I do believe that they hit Cody. Um, they, I don't think they really have anywhere to go. Um, so, but that's, that, that that's looks, it right there. I mean, that's, that's scary. That looks like that's right after Cody flipped because I mean, you can't even see a wheel or tire. Looks like he's going to flip another time. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's nuts. Yeah, it's 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 different. I, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I I couldn't do that. Um. Uh. I mean, I think I could go fast, really, really fast, but I don't think I could be flipping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me uh, see if I can find but, it here. Did I talk? Did I? Whenever we were talking before the show, did I? Or was it in the show whenever I was talking about Denny Hamlin's venture? Was that before or after before. we started? That before. Yeah, it was before. Well, I'm going to go ahead and cover this now. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so, 
if you guys don't know, Bubba Wallace owns um, – well, he, he has ownership, partial ownership of Richard Petty Motorsports. So yeah. there is a rumor flying around that Denny Hamlin might take some ownership of Richard Petty Motorsports with uh, Michael Jordan. And with the team looking to join Toyota next year, this could be big. So, I definitely think it might. You know, I don't yeah. know how many people already know about it, but I think it would probably come as quite a shocker. Oh, for sure. Some people. Oh, I mean, yeah. some people would be like, Michael Jordan, why, why is he involved right. in this? You know, I think it's great. I love it. I and mean, that's, that's mm-hmm. awesome. I love it. <laughs> Yeah. I just want to see, you know, the King and his team succeed like whenever they had AJ Allmendinger on it. Oh yeah. Or, you yeah. know, but these last couple of years with Bubba or even before that, they just weren't you know, they weren't contenders. No, not at all. But the thing is Bubba he has potential but he's a driver. But yeah. he's not a driver for Patty. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say it like that, but, you know, if you're – I'm not going to say that they're underfunded or low-funded, low-budget team because I don't know. You know, I don't know. I mean, they are a one-car team, so that gives you more room to put more money into a car or several chassis. Yeah. But, you know, look – Looking at like two car teams, you know, three, four car teams, they have, yeah, he, but he's just, he's just not there. He's a driver, he's a good driver, but I just don't think he's going to be a driver for Petty next year. But with all this uh, rumors and shit coming out, you know, we could, we could see him come out on top or next year in a Toyota. Especially if he's in a TRD car. I mean, he's going to be... Backed by Joe Gibbs, so... Yeah. It's just... All these things... Oh, and Corey LaJoy announced that he... Huh? He's not returning to uh, the team he's with. Yeah, he's not going... He's not returning to go fast racing. Yeah. Which, I don't know if it's... I don't know why. That's what I want to know. Because it was just so out of the blue... Um. So out of the blue, all the comments that Denny said, you know, he doesn't have the car. He doesn't right, have and I don't know if it was a sponsorship deal because, you know, Tim Beans, you know, racer for Trump or whatever, the Patriots. I don't know if it was because you know a political issue. You know, maybe he's just like, oh well, you know, I don't like having the backlash of running a Trump car. In which that very well could be. I mean, I'm sure he gets some backlash from Bubba Wallace. And I'll be honest with you. I'm not surprised if Bubba Wallace has probably said some things to him. Right. And, um, well, I would hope Bubba Wallace would know that that's not Corey LaJoy's fault, that it's a team sponsor, not a right. team sponsor. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I – it makes me real sad that that politics that politics were even brought yeah. into racing. Yeah, you know, 
I mean, that's that's not the point of our sport right. at all. I mean, it's really not. Especially no. with everything that's been going on this year, you know, it, it's, it's oh, really yeah. got to stay out of it. Oh but. yeah, because you know, it, you know, when you bring politics into something, you know, that really, right. that really destroys, you know, the reputation and atmosphere. And it really you know? destroys. It's, it's gonna, it's oh yeah, the atmosphere too. Oh um, yeah, and that's just not what we want. Right. It's but. I'm going to pause you guys here for a second. I'm going to give a sponsor shout out to our team at Gutswear Racing. Uh, it's your one-stop shop for all your IndyCar, Le Mans, Formula One needs. Uh, I took Garrett there a couple, I think it was what, a week, last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. We loved it. I love it. I go there. <laughs> I, that was my second time being there. Um, the website is currently being worked on right now mm -hmm. so just for any of your diecast needs like i've got my new daily my new dixon my new canon just go there hit them up uh it's gutsware at ebay uh fair pricing sometimes it's even lower than market price yeah so go out there and check them out yeah he generally has first grabs on all the uh... oh yeah yeah he's one of the <laughs> largest green light distributors in indiana other than green light. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully uh, all this COVID stuff slows down so we can actually, because yeah. Garrett and I, we were going to do an intro with him, but he wants to make it nice and add a track and yeah, showcasing all of his goodies. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's even talked about, you know, getting us into the track with him <laughs> in his trailer. And yep. So we've got we've got some things in store. It'll be definitely it'll be fun when uh, it all goes down and we actually are out of track with them, you know. Yeah. Um, and we've got Gladish Motorsports. So we've got <laughs> Cameron Gladish's team that he's uh, branding and you know coming up with next year. Uh, he's been making some contributions to the show too as well as being a new host so we, we thank you for that we're glad to have you on the show and on the team thank you i'm glad to be uh, it's good i'm time. gonna throw it back to you just a little bit garrett i, I i'm not finding this new toronto track i, I can't find it <laughs> my phone has no service right now so i can't oh listen. my god see that's what you get for living in Terre Haute. um Dude, also <laughs> go ahead i got so I updated my phone and I've lost service. And so like, it just stops sometimes. <laughs> I would say iPhone problems, but I have an iPhone. So there you go. Me too. Um, if you guys don't follow us on the social, we've got Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube. Um, our Facebook has been blowing up. So thank you to you. Thank you to you guys. Also, I want to give a what or give a shout out to Daniel Owens. He was our giveaway winner. Um, I just shipped out his package yesterday, so hopefully he'll be getting that soon. I just want to say thank you to everybody that participated with this giveaway. And I want to give a shout out to Getsworth for helping us, you know, you provide us with the diecast to do that with. Um, we are going to have some bigger things in store. Yeah. Coming up. Won't always be the one sixty four. Oh no no no! We we've, we've got the backing to do it. So yeah. So you stay tuned for all that. Uh, and I'm in a lot of 
die cast group. So hell, I might even, you know, go out and spend the money for you guys. Yeah. Uh, we might, we'll, we'll, we'll be doing raffles, giveaways. Um, hell, we might even do a couple of zoom calls like we did with Tony Kanan where yeah. we're invited and Hey, yeah. what's this <laughs> trivia question? And that's answer. <laughs> If we're allowed to, you know, post it. But. Yeah, well, I don't think we're not able to. <laughs> no, we're not able to uh, post the Tony Kanan one, unfortunately. But yeah, because it's under Sirius XM's trademarks and licenses. So, but uh, I just do. I do want to say this past weekend was amazing. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't watch. I watched a couple highlights of the NASCAR, but. You know, it's not – you don't get the same joy as watching the whole race like I did with yeah. Indy 500. Dover, Indy. Dover was an experience for a lot of – it was, it was a, definitely an experience for Kurt Busch because Kurt Busch was getting hammered left and right by either getting wrecked out in the first race on, like, lap five. By or, Eric Jones. So, I don't even feel sorry for you, Eric Jones, for getting dropped by Joe Gibbs Racing. Yeah. Uh, but then also, you know – Somehow, some way, the freaking track breaks and a large piece of concrete comes out and goes right into Kurt Bush's uh, yeah. wheel and front end. Which I which during the race Garrett texted me, he goes, The track broke. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that was a little confusing. It's like what? <laughs> Even uh oh, who was commentating uh Earnhardt was commentating, and he goes, did a piece of the track just come up? <laughs> because there's a cameraman focused on it, and they put it into slow-mo because they couldn't tell at first. But they're like, yep, that's a piece of concrete that came out right there, right in front of Kurt Busch. That's nuts. Did it, it, like, it was because of another car, though, right? It wasn't. I, I honestly think it was just wear and tear because that's a concrete track. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was because they were talking. They said these cars, you know, at Dover have two G's of force pushing down on that hood. And mm -hmm. I think it's ridiculous. And Dover is the most rewarding track, too. Uh, you can simply fly into the corner, and because of the banking and the way that the turn is, you can overdrive your car into there and be fine. Yeah. So I, I love Dover as a track. I absolutely love Dover. That's one of my favorite tracks next to, you know, the Brickyard or. Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, I got the pleasure of I was working uh, this past week and I think it was like the very beginning of the week when they started practicing for the Indy 500 and stuff. I was at work and this guy walked in with a helmet. And I just kind of looked at him. He had long, long hair. It was kind of wavy a little yeah. bit. He had his sunglasses on. And I, I just kind of looked at him for a second. And he was starting to walk to the elevator because I was like, ah, it's nobody, right? You know, probably just a, a crew chief or something. You know? mm -hmm. Well, the more I thought about it, I looked back. And I was like, I got to go stop this guy. So I went over there. I stuck my hand in the elevator because the door was about <laughs> to shut. And I looked at him and I said, are you Dario Franchitti? He looked at me and he said, yeah. And I said, oh, my God, no way. <laughs> I got to meet Dario Franchitti the past week because he was staying at our hotel for the, uh, for the Indy 500. So That's I thought awesome. That was, That's I thought like was uh, I was at the airport and just super subtle. I see this 
guy with a big old bag just chilling behind me. I was like, uh, you know, big ass bag, you know, who cares? Well, then <laughs> he's sitting right behind me and I'm sitting on the edge. So the, the seats are kind of like back to back. So I'm sitting on the edge on the outside. So I'm looking and I'm waiting in the terminal. So I look over and I see team Penske. I'm like, I was like, who the hell? So I go and get a drink. So I'm walking back. I'm like, holy shit. That's Juan Pablo Montoya. Oh my God. So I'm like, dude, can I have a picture with you, please? And I'm just being like super subtle. And so I snap a picture. That was, that was really cool. And that's, and that's the thing. (laughs) Uh, in the IndyCar atmosphere and their attitudes are impeccable. I love oh, that yeah. sport. The way that they treat fans is absolutely phenomenal. You know, you get Kyle Busch. Sorry, Garrett. You get Kyle <laughs> Busch and you're, you're talking to him and, you know, he's he's acting like you're a burden, you know. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, oh. I've had 10, 15-minute conversations with Connor Daly, you know, Tony Kanaan, Ryan hunter Ray. And you know they're they're giving their full undivided attention to give you that perfect moment that you that you're thinking. So that's, that's the thing. That's the thing about racing is it's like you know we're not like celebrities. You know what I'm saying? We're we we like to be well, with the fans. Right. You know, well, <laughs> Kyle Bush. He's a little different. He thinks he's hot shot. You know, that's but uh, Kyle fucking Bush. That's okay, yeah, that's right. but this isn't his year, so he needs to settle down. <laughs> not at all. No, it's definitely not his year this year, <laughs> is it? No, it's not. <laughs> the, only, no. the only driver but, uh, I met is William Byron, and that was his rookie year. I met mm-hmm. him at the uh, Brickyard. He was walking around uh, yep. colors, and, like, no one realized it was him. But, like, I look at him, I go back, and I'm like, that's William Byron just walking I mean, he's in a fire suit, so it's obvious that he's right. somebody. And obviously, yeah. after, you know, I go up to him and I – because I grab Everybody him. starts swarming him. Yeah, you know. Everybody's like, oh, shit, that's somebody important. It's like – That's awesome. He knows him. That's, that's, that's my favorite part about racing right there is with fans. Yep. I mean, I, I, love, I love walking up into the stands. And I don't think I've ever had a bad day and, with a fan of racing, you know, at the Indianapolis yeah. Motor Speedway or the Speed exactly. Room. It's They're just, always so supportive. Yep. You know? it's, it, really. it's like another place to call home, really. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. But So, we're, we're going into Daytona next week. Cameron, you said that you don't really follow NASCAR all that much, but I'm going to give – I love Daytona. Yeah. I, I tell you that. that if, if anything, that's I'm definitely going to be sitting down <laughs> watching that one. I'll tell you that. We – I'm going to let you guys pick two drivers as to who you guys think will be the winners. So that's two for you, two for you, and two for me. So I'm going to start with you, Garrett. Who do you think, without practice or qualifying, you know, without – this is Tuesday the 25th. The starting starting lineup has not been released yet. So who do you think is going to start and who do you think is going to win the race? I honestly, I think Vinny's going to get the pole. Um, and then I think, I think it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough between Harvick and Vinny. They're going to go mm-hmm. out, obviously. Yep. Uh, no matter where Harvick starts, he's going to be a powerhouse. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to come up from the back if he's in the back. 
which I highly doubt he'll start in the back unless uh, he fails an inspection. But yeah. uh, that it's it's tough to say if Denny's going to be able to hold off Harvick or if Harvick is going to you know just completely run that race. But like I said earlier, Denny Hamlin, he's a two-time Daytona 500 winner. Yeah, is that track? Yeah, it, it's it's definitely going to be crazy, you know, because you also have to think about the big ones that are going to take nearly half the field out. So, yeah, Cameron, Cameron, what are your predictions? Who do you think is going to start on the pole, and who do you think is going to finish first? Man, I'm going to go with Harvick for the pole. Yeah. I mean, I I, I I like Kevin Harvick a lot. I think he's a good race car driver, especially this year. I mean, he's he's been yeah this year good. this year for Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick, you know. Yeah, and uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I'm gonna throw it out there. I just I I think uh, I, I want to see Elliott win. Yeah. I I love Chase Elliott. I do too. I, I do. I I want to see him just completely dominate the field. Oh yeah. I, I've, been him him. I've been following him. I've been following Elliott since he was in the nationwide series in 2014, yeah. you know, I, I had his race win die cast whenever. So I, I would have been 14 in 2014. So I don't know how old he is, but I've been following him for <laughs> a long time. I had a lot of his die cast. Sadly, yeah. I got rid of him, but I don't think he's going to do it this time. You don't think so? I don't think so. I'm going to go with Joey Logano on the pole and I hate to fucking say that, but I think he's going to be on the pole. And hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. Martin Truex Jr. He may win I, this race. I can think that. I can see that. Those are yeah. huge. I can't stand Joey Logano. <laughs> but he and Martin Truex Jr. have shown nothing but competitiveness yeah. at Daytona. And I, I know everybody's going to be like, oh, well, everybody competes at Daytona, and they always show, you know, they're competitive. No, no, no. No, yeah. Martin Truex Jr. lost to Denny Hamlet in the closest finish ever at Daytona. And they were on the same team. So, I don't know. This could be uh, an argument to be made because even, you know, even NASCAR themselves were asking him. Uh, Truex, they interviewed him. They said, you know, what do you, you know, how do you feel about going into Daytona? He goes, well, I hope I can at least finish, but I'd like to take a win. <laughs> so, I, and he has, you know, you can't mm-hmm. look back at any of these past races and say that uh, Truex hasn't been a, you know, hasn't had that chance to win because he's right. been in that top 10 almost every race. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally the first race at Dover, it was a one, two, three of JGR of all Toyota. Yep. Like, Denny right there, Truex, and then Kyle Busch. So, I, I think I think it's going to be very exciting. Um, and for the doubleheader at Gateway, that's going to be very exciting. Hopefully, um, oh, we, I'm gonna pause that real quick. We have some big news. So, I think it was last episode I covered, or we covered Garrett that. Uh, Team Penske was dropping Acura in the IMSA. Yeah. Elio Castroneves is going back to full-time racing in IndyCar. No shit. So, and we don't – he doesn't think that Penske will maybe, you know, bring him back 
but you know maybe we could see him back with Penske again maybe uh, <laughs> Ganassi maybe it, it's I think he's running with Penske this this upcoming race so maybe they'll go back to being what they were hopefully um that reminded me i think he i think tony Kanon announced that he was going to do another season mm-hmm. yep because of covid but, and he even said he thinks that jimmy johnson should do it too he said <laughs> yeah Yep. Johnson voted to redo this last. Yeah. Time. But Johnson said no because yeah, he's Johnson he's doing his any car endeavors. Yeah, he goes no. He goes I. You know, hey, kudos, kudos to him, man. I mean that's yeah, that's something. And which, I'm excited. That makes, I am too. That's awesome. That makes me wonder, you know, is Tony Kanon still going to do a truck race next year? Oh hell yeah! But it's going to be on his it's going to be on his schedule because if he's doing his last laps his last lap tour like he was this year, yeah. maybe he's only going to do ovals. Maybe he's going to do a full season. Yeah. You know? I don't know how them guys do road, road courses. I mean, I can't. I can't even imagine. I'm just so used to an oval, man. I, I love oval racing, especially short track oval racing. But. Yeah. Scott Dixon, he, you know, he made it look easy, man. When he was here in Indy, he ran that road course. Yeah. He, it was nuts. Yeah, he did. But we're definitely going to see. I'm going to call it now. I'm going to say uh, – you know, Graham Rahal showed a lot of speed, a lot of a lot of good things yeah, this he past. Did. He showed that potential to win the 500. He, he finished third. I know. He had it. Again, like I said, had it not have been for Tony Kanaan letting him around. And Spencer Pickett wrecking, you know, that would have been – hell, would have seen a different Dixon race. may have, may have catched – may have caught up, but yeah. I don't know. It, it, it would have been a total – just like you said, a totally different outcome had it not been for that wreck. Yeah. Well, you know – that That wreck really, you yeah. know – and if you guys don't know what what we're talking about, uh, just watch the highlights, or I'm sure that you can, uh, yeah, find the pictures on Google because it was it was a nasty wreck. Uh, I'm thankful that Spencer Piggott is okay. Which he did say in an article that he passed out once the crew got to him. He they got him out of the car and he passed out and then he woke up. See him pass out. He was laying there yeah. on the ground. Which um, he was released. He is okay and cleared. No injuries. He was just a little shaken up, as I would be too. You know, I'm going sideways into a pit attenuator, and it was nasty. Mm. Yeah, and I, you know, the thing that I wonder is, is uh, what what went through his mind when that whatever came through his, you know, guard, you know, on the screen. What could be going through your brain at that moment? You know. Because if you, I'd be, I'd be praying. I mean, I would just be praying hard. I, I mean, would do I, what Jimmy Johnson always does. I'd brace for impact and just close my <laughs> eyes. Yeah. I mean, what, what, there's nothing you can do. You're spinning out of control. You know, you just came off a 
corner going 225 to 230. Almost and you're zooming into one of the walls in the middle of a track sideways. Yeah. So I'd be sitting there saying, Gene, don't take me yet, man. Don't take me yet. I just keep me here a little bit longer. <laughs> it was it was nuts. I was watching it. I was like, I, I even yelled. My mom was like, what, what, what? Because I, I went to her house to watch the race. I, I ain't got cable. Shit. I'm too broke for that. But yeah, I, I watched it with Madison. And it was, yeah. as soon as, as soon as I saw it happen, I was like, you have to watch this. I was like, I know you're not into racing, but you have to watch yeah. it. That's like my very first race. Um, my very first Indy 500 I went to, I think it was uh, 20, 2014, something like that. 2014 or 2015. I think it was 2015. And Sebastian, I was sitting in stand J. So that was kind of, well, no, I wouldn't sit. I was sitting right in front of the pit entrance under the canopy. And I'm watching with my buddy. We are looking at turn four, and we just see Sebastian Saavedra smoke the wall. Mm. And after all the uh, the clashing and banging has stopped, he's rolling to the entrance of pit road and then just stops. And we're, I'm looking at his helmet because I'm like, man, that was nasty. And it's just dropping like this. So it it's it gives you a whole different perspective whenever you see something like that happen, like, you see NASCAR wrecks, you're like, oh, okay, you know, they're fine. Besides the Ryan Newman wreck this year, yeah. But it having an open cockpit, you know, going two thirty, two forty. Oh yeah. Around a track and coming to a dead stop, it's it's nuts how much safety and how much the the track crew, the safety teams do for them just to make sure everything's safe. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even going 220, and I when they when I was over on my head, and they flipped me back over my head. I mean, everybody was worried about me because my head. I was just sitting there like the wind was completely knocked out of me, and <laughs> oh, I was yeah. just sitting there. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what what can you do other than you know sit there and pray? Yeah, or brace for it. Yeah. Race for it, yeah. You got to do both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep me alive here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you guys have anything else to add? No. I got one thing. If you guys live in the state of Indiana, you guys aren't doing anything this weekend, head over to Logansport, Indiana, US 24 Speedway. Come watch some uh, D2 midgets and Kenya midgets sling some mud. Yeah, I'm running I, in it this weekend. I'll I'll be there. So yeah, go watch uh go watch Cameron race, probably probably win because that's what he does best. Uh, <laughs> go up there, you know, support him, support your local dirt track. Uh, we are in the process of having stickers made, so once we get that running, we'll give a couple to Cameron, and uh, I think we're only going to sell them for maybe. We're we're working on a price because they are kind of large. So, just keep an eye out on that. Also, we're we're gonna hopefully be get some shirts made yeah, too. So, with our our motorsports digest and hopefully some more sponsors that we're gonna be getting sometime soon yeah. as well. So, so big big things coming. Big big, big things, things coming. Really, uh, we're we're excited. 
we just completed our first giveaway, so we probably won't do another one for probably about another month or two. But this next one will probably be big, and it will probably be a raffle. So, So if you guys want to follow our Facebook page, our Instagram, uh, follow us on Spotify. It's all Motorsports Digest. And then go to our YouTube channel. Keep giving it the support that you guys have been. Hopefully we get some more views because Cameron's on here. He, he's the one that gave us the most views. <laughs> now so, that your face is on here, Cameron, it's literally – Yeah. It's just going to be constant. Yeah, for sure. I so, hope so. I, I really hope so. <laughs> just go out, support us, you know. Well, we're going to be having some things in the shop so we can, you know, get this bigger than what it is now. Yeah. But thank you guys for watching. Shout out to Gutsware Racing. Shout out to your team at Gladish Motorsports. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We will see you guys on the next episode of Motorsports Digest.